If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends All. The Friends Show. I'm in the zone. We ain't starting. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The theme this week is I ain't no joke. Okay, because we ain't starting <laughs> off the top of the show with no funny. This wasn't a damn thing funny about that. That was the queen of hip hop soul, Mary J. Blige, doing her damn thing. Now she's on tour right now. She didn't even pay us for no promo, but is my friend she? Tim Wallace, yeah. yeah, is her lead mm-hmm. hairstylist and shit. And you know he got her looking beautiful. She always looks so beautiful with his touch. She's so gorgeous. So go catch that Good Morning Gorgeous live tour so you can see that shit for yourself. That was Good Mary J. Blige singing live. Yeah, and, and legends only because the incredible and iconic. David Foster was on piano. He was tickling the ivories while oh, she sang. Oh, okay. That's fire. So don't don't sleep if on Mary you, J. Blige. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> you know, he also a little crisp. He did her Christmas album. He produced her entire mm. Christmas album that she has a duet with Barbara Streisand on it. I'm gonna remind you motherfuckers every chance I get <laughs> that Mary J. Blige is connected like that with the real OGs, the real legends. Wow, okay. Iconic. Respect it. Work. I so with that it. being said, oh yeah, welcome to the friend zone. Yeah, we can look all things mental health and one that's mental R and B icons, because who in the hell wants a world without R and B music? I know we don't. How y'all doing? How you doing, friend and Sante? I'm doing good. I got ten hours of sleep. So Damn. No wonder you looking mm-hmm. like a, a newborn. God damn. Yeah. Okay. I was like, she is she teething? <laughs> <laughs> 
this is what happens when I'm back on track. I'm back on yes, my meditations. Lord. I'm yes. sleeping well. I'm, you know, I'm just back on it, back on friends. So I feel good. How about you, Asante? How was your weekend? My weekend was all right. It was productive. It was fun. I went to Comic-Con. That shit was lit. How um, cute. I had a good time. How and cute. I worked. Yeah, yeah. Did you, you know, dress I like up? Going to Comic-Con. I did not. You know, I still... I feel like the people that dress up, like they really, it, like it means something to them. And I have not found like that costume or mm. that like want to or that know how or, or that character that I really want to like be or, or do. So it just ain't came to me yet. Maybe over the, I'm going to be one of those weirdos in my 40s that finally finds a character and does it then. Shout out like to my boy, Brian Nee. He was at um, Comic-Con. I do when you had mm. the, um, the Asian inspired look. With the that umbrella, was oh yeah, you was you, yeah, everybody yeah. photographed that you and lit. shit. Yeah, yeah that's, that's your motivation right that there. But my friend weird. Brian Nee when he wore his uh, Spider Man onesie and shit. So shout out to him. <laughs> he did. Shout he looked out to cute him. in it. Yeah, I know he did. <laughs> you know <laughs> Brian. Seen his pictures before. Uh, yeah, I've that's my boy. Before. We've been cool for years. That's my homeboy. Yeah. That's <laughs> super mm-hmm. cute. He do some good pictures in the outfits. Um, also, Frankie Grande was there. I saw people taking pictures with him. Who and is that? Ariana Grande, grandmama. Frankie sounds like an old lady name. That's her, her brother. It's a uh, yeah. I thought it was like That's her grandmama. Like I was joking. <laughs> I did like Frankie Grande. Wait, did you see? Did you see grandmama. Tatiana or uh, DJ? I did Bonami? not. I did not link up with the nerds. I did not. I should have linked they up were with there. them. Hi, you know, Tatiana. I like being on my own. I love you, Tatiana. Like I miss her. I love man. y'all. Y'all know. I love Tatiana and them. Also, I see a lot of artists at Comic Con because of them. Shout out to Delta Major, who's like a really dope artist that I always see, and uh, I always see all the authors out there and all the people with their original artwork and. It's just really dope to be a comic fan. It's inspiring for a plethora of reasons. And I just love conventions. Anything at the convention center, I want to go to. I don't right. care if it's like just a hair a show, a car show. They right. be having drag con up in there, comedy con. I don't give a fuck. I just like being up in the atmosphere. It's just dope. Tattoo. Speaking of, I wish I could go to the tattoo con. Go ahead. Jeff. Seeing people and cons, right? Mm-hmm. Two things. That's Number one, next. I ran into Tatiana King in Hell's Kitchen like a week ago. I was walking down oh, the street God. last week and I, and I seen my sister Tatiana. So shout out to you, Tatiana. It was so good to hug on her and say hello. Well, you know, we love, mm-hmm. don't nobody better not say nothing yes. about no Tatiana King, okay? Because okay. we will <laughs> fuck you up period. over Tatiana King. But um, so I saw her. And speaking of cons, shout out to Culture Con. I went to Culture Con uh, this past oh. weekend. Saw Damn. so many beautiful people that listen to the friend zone. We got so much love. Thank My heart you. was so full. Um, so much love for you two, for our whole show. Um, and I got word that, that people are listening over in Africa. They jamming our shit in Nairobi. You know what I'm saying? Fire. That made me feel good. Um, shout out to Patricia, the beautiful soul that I met. Um, one of the beautiful souls that I met. Shout out to everybody else. Danielle Young was on stage. Megan Good. Um, Kendrick. Um, uh, Scotty Beam. It was so good Scotty. to see you, girl. Keep um, on just so many people. So, so many people were there. So shout out to CultureCon and everybody that I saw there. I saw so many people at CultureCon. That's so cute. It was cute. good to see everybody. Yeah. Right? Yes. Well, I was um, home cleaning. So... <laughs> Brand is just happy to be home. Okay. Nesting, honey. Yeah. Nesting, right. getting ready for, for fall, right? So mm-hmm. I want to shout out, though, the Black Business of the Week today is a young girl named Brianna. She goes by Honey Bee. 
She spells it H-U-N-N-I-B underscore Rose on Twitter. She had actually messaged me, you know, how like we'll engage back and forth uh, on IG stories and DMs and Twitter and just talking to our listeners and just people who, who engage with us on cute a daily people. basis. Cute people, right? The, the cute people. So she had responded to one of my IG stories. And you know how on IG you can see when they have hit you before? Like it just yeah. kind of saves the like thread. thread. I realized that she had hit me about earrings and I missed it. Um, mm. And when I scrolled back, I saw that the earrings she was saying like, oh, you would look cute in these earrings of mine. I clicked it and I was like, those are really cute. actually." <laughs> I was like, hold on. So, of course, I went and ordered them and she saw and hit me and was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. But I wanted to show because look how cute these little angel earrings for those of you watching. Oh, those are fire, friend. <gasps> Aren't they adorable? And Fire. they're like the ones that clip so they go along they the whole side of your ear like a cuff. Oh. Yeah. And then she sent me these clear yes. ones. So oh, I cute. love those. Yeah. Those clear Ooh. drops. So really, really, really cute. Um, her site is those called are nice. Adore. Aren't they so cute? AdoreJewelryCo.com. That's A-D-O-R Jewelry C-O.com. And at the on the splash page, she says, here at Adore, you will find hand-designed jewelry made with love and intention to bring out the beauty and uniqueness in those who adorn themselves with our pieces. A lot of them are handmade. Yes. <laughs> like she said, <laughs> when you click on them, you find lots of colors. She has earrings, bracelets. She even has cufflinks, which I think is super cute. Um, so check her out at AdoreJewelryCo.com. And thank you for the gifts because she added some, you know, extras. <laughs> Shout out package. to Adore. That Shout new that ear cuff shit, everybody's doing that now. So I like that. Isn't That's it so dope. cute? Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to yeah, wear it today, but I realized my braids weren't going to really bring out the most of them. But I'm yeah, taking my braids no way. out. <laughs> 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 so when I take my hair out next week, I'll show you guys mm-hmm. what that looks like. But I had to shout you out. You're the black business of the week this week girl i hope you get a lot of good sales and if y'all buy Hell anything yeah. definitely tag us and send us pictures. yeah go buy some earrings and some jewelry y'all it's always good to feel good and have a little peace and those right? are some cute i like the clear ones too those, some the cute little drops right, right? she real. has um uh-huh. she has a whole clear collection so she has like hoops mm-hmm. and the drops and a lot of really cute ones so definitely check that out i love those um, now let's jump into the recap segment. Last mm-hmm. week's episode titled "Pray for Pay." <laughs> Thank you, Justin <laughs> Ross. <laughs> we kicked off Crime Zone October. Dustin told us the shocking tale of Bishop Doctor Tracy Dickey, <laughs> and of course, those of you listening, some of you from her city that had a lot to say. <laughs> Who stood out to you, Asante? Uh, really quickly, I've been looking at jewelry and there's this ring that I want so bad. It is so bad, but it it's is like twenty five hundred, maybe three K. Well, what's know. the so brand? Anybody, it's David Yearman. Oh. It's just a really nice, it's just a really nice, nice ring. Well, anyway, you working, you working hard. Put yeah, it on your board. Put it, put it I, on I your board. It's, That's what I it's, do. It's on the board. It's on the <laughs> look, and the and the matching and pendant is on the board with it. Mm-hmm. But the you bracelet, de- I mean the ring is definitely coming first. Uh, okay, so uh pray for pay. I'm praying, you know, I get paid for that. Anyway, bring it together. A lot of y'all made me laugh out there in those SoundCloud streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you take my comment, we fighting, but go ahead. Friend, who is your comment? Let's see the one I picked. Hold on, because I took a screenshot. Jeez, why are we always doing this? <laughs> I have, um, 
Wait, I don't know if this is Patreon because I just took a screenshot. I have Emmy Hale's <laughs> comment. All right, I ain't got Emmy. I ain't got Emmy. Okay, okay. So good. I got a couple different ones that I want to share because we talked about a lot of different things. Um, first person is user four three blah blah blah, right? Because they want to make no username, so they don't care about their name being shared. Uh, they said, "I have a friend who worked on the crew for this season, sixty days, uh, for Henry County. The guards don't know. I remember them telling me that people who went in were dropping out like flies. They couldn't handle it." So apparently on 60 Days In, the guards really don't know. But Interesting. They be talk- hmm. You know niggas be talking. So <laughs> to some extent, some of them know something else is going That's on. They be, like, they be mm. knowing. They sure do be talking with exactly like that loose lip ass friend made that fake ass email account to tell their friend's business. You weren't supposed <laughs> to tell that you know that. That was a secret that you just told. And they told well, us. That's why, they ain't, that's why they ain't put no username on the account. Uh, I'm mm, going to share mm, one more mm. comment. Speaking of not putting no usernames on the account. Oh, I know uh, the one person- you're about to read. Oh, God. <laughs> Oops. 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 Dustin, please pay attention to this one. Oops. 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 Ah, 312. That's the name. Oh, my God. I had to. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you're reading this. Because I could not stop laughing when I read it. Oh, yeah, right. I had to make an alias because I know how the girls like to fight in the comments. But listen. This was in my early 20s in NYC. <laughs> That's not I'm reading straight to you. <laughs> I got I got in two of them dollar pizza slices in Midtown, and then some friends wanted to hit the club. So we oh, were at the God. Ritz. <laughs> and the Ritz got one and of the, the nastiest bathrooms I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> they ain't even and got the urinals. Those... They just got that big trough that you pee in. You know, oh. right there. Yeah. Like elementary school? What the hell? Like the the it's like a metal, it looked like a deep fry, like a, a <laughs> it's horrible. I don't even I know I won't even use the bathrooms there, but go ahead. Well, let's keep talking horrible, right? And the way those dollar slices did not sit well, there was no way I could make it all the way back home in Brooklyn. Oh. So I had to use the facilities at the club. The issue was I didn't want my skin to touch the seat, so I hovered. The issue there is, why did it not all make it into the toilet and some got on my pants? Okay, so now I can admit, this is where I messed up. They didn't capitalize mess, but that should have been. Because instead of just taking the L and going home, why I went back to the dance floor? Because how was I supposed to tell my friends why I needed to leave? But no one noticed, and we carried on with the night. So you stay in the club shitty because no one noticed. They said they like to fight in the comments. I was like, wait till Justin hears this. Because he I didn't thought. know how to tell his friends, like, y'all, I just shit myself. Like, so you would know. rather stay shitty? <laughs> you would rather your friends not be, you would rather, so you all right. You know what? That means you're okay and you're nasty and you're okay with having shit on you because you would rather bear the brunt of the shit than literally have an uncomfortable moment in conversation with some motherfuckers that were supposed to be your friends anyway. <laughs> Listen, y'all, y'all are used to me disappearing now anyway, right? Like yes. that is a disappear moment. Like we just not gonna talk about it because Charles, the you fact say that it. you <laughs> the fact that you went back out onto the dance floor, and Ugh. first of all, you don't know that nobody saw it. Maybe they didn't want to talk to you about it because that shit was nasty. Or so smelled now y'all talking it. about your nasty. Or smelled it. You, there's no way that no one smelled it. They probably just so didn't know what to it, say. You think oh you got away Dustin just Ooh. got hit with it. He just I got hit it. with it. Can you imagine <laughs> and bitch you back up no. on me, bitch? Absolutely. I'm telling you, in that club, you grinding on me. You know, I like to dance hard and shit. 
motherfucker rubbing all on you, and then you got shit particles all in the cotton of your pants that touch the feel of cotton. Can you believe that? Imagine Burned. you walking out and somebody else, why you got shit on your crotch? Burned oh. at the stake. That's what you should be. That's what you deserve. You, deserve. you know what? We need to bring back stoning. <laughs> we need to bring back stoning where you literally, a motherfucker do something so fucked up, we just stand there and throw rocks at that motherfucking ass. That's what, that's what we need to do. Some people need to be stoned. Right, friend zone, listeners. You well, both. Well, friend, oops. Friend wants oops, you to bring oops, back shame. Uh, Dustin wants you to bring oops, back uh, Thank stoning. you for sharing this harrowing tale. Horrible. <laughs> Yes, yes. and by tail we mean T A I L. Your <laughs> shitty tail, <laughs> crusty ass, nasty, crusty, disgusting, nasty ass. Oh my god! Stop you know it. what? You're a scuzz bucket. That's what you are. <laughs> a literal scuzz bucket. That's what you are. Like I cannot believe this shit. People are this sharing shit. their truths yes, with us, Dustin. And some Don't truths shame need to be lies. <laughs> you should have lied about that. I've never. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh like, my god! That's disgusting for real. And okay. you stink. Oh my <laughs> god! Bucket. Fran, what did you find out there in the we, streets? Hopefully we, not another honor, scuzz bucket. We honor story. Oops, oops. Ah. Um, so Emmy Hale said on the, part, on the part about partners not liking your sense. Ironic. I sort of came across the situation when my partner and I first started dating. He had this, this really nice cologne. <laughs> He had this really nice cologne that I actually thought smelled so, so nice. But unfortunately, I was allergic to it. So he had to stop wearing it. It wasn't just that specific cologne. (laughs) How you find out? Like, okay, I got questions. (laughs) Because was the airborne, was the allergy airborne? Like, was you around this motherfucker just sniffing? Oh, my God. (laughs) She started getting welts. Or or was it like you laid up on him and got, you know. Skin lesions. It's like, well, how did you know? <laughs> she says it wasn't just that specific cologne, though. I'm allergic to so many things and I have to be really careful, even with my own scents, candles mm. and cleaning. So shout out to her partner for really. Well, I guess if your partner's allergic, you can't like <laughs> you can't. Be like, she probably that. said, I'm, a, I'm a, I'll tell you what I'm not allergic to. And then that's how she get him to stay. <laughs> Let me show you what. Let me show you what my body won't reject. I <laughs> am <laughs> mad at you. So that's what Teflon we can mom. do. <laughs> Teflon mom said, "Friend, I'm the same way about showering before." She just which moved means- on. <laughs> Friend moved to a whole other comment. Of course, going, of course she did. Why can't she? You just clap and then. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the clapping honestly is nah, think about airborne. it because why it's so hard, right? If somebody got a bunch of allergies, you know what I'm saying? Not like four, oh but if somebody's allergic to like 28 things, you know how much management that is? You know what I'm saying? That you got to do to execute life. So, you know, you got to make it work. That, you know, um. <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> Wait, so Teflon mom said, Fran. I'm on the same way about showering before, which means that my ass is not spontaneous at all. What can I say? I'm a Capricorn. You know what? Shout out to those of us who are not spontaneous. I'm sorry. I know it's a buzzkill, but you know what's a bigger buzzkill? 
We should. You know how they got the slut walk and shit and the million man march? We should have the shower shuffle. The shower shuffle. (laughs) (laughs) On October the 3rd, we host... The shower shuffle. Come on down, come on down. But wash your ass first. That's the one rule for entry. <laughs> the one rule for entry. Okay? The prerequisite. You gotta wash your ass first. We having the shower Has anyone shuffle. ever complained with you, Dustin, about you not being spontaneous enough? No, because you can get the fuck out. You want the dick or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fuck you mean? Hell no. Because it could be somebody else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Think about that. That'll make you shut the fuck up real quick. <laughs> and get your ass in that tub. That's what it'll make you <laughs> for somebody else. Be in there running water and a rag up the crack of their motherfucking ass. <laughs> okay. I wish a motherfucker oh. would complain about being clean. <laughs> you talking about a red okay. flag. Yeah. Not us being 20 minutes be in already. I, uh, I already want already. this episode to Ooh. be over. Dustin, what did yes. you find? Okay. I'm scared to ask, but what did you find? So, in the so shout out to um, Tax Lady at underscore most dope Nikki, N-I-K-N-I-C-K-I-E, right? She said, I don't do lingerie, baby. Come lift this family reunion shirt up. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable content. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Tax Lady. I thought that was funny. You? funny. You're going to you're gonna have to lift this family union shirt up. That's as long as it's clean shit. underneath. You okay? need to be a writer on the show. <laughs> now, because otherwise, well, you can get the fuck out. All right. <laughs> here, here, we go. here we go. Woo. Next one I want to highlight comes from Solomon, Missouri <laughs> at Solomon, Missouri. Easy name, right? Um, who quoted a tweet from Real Talk Kim, which oh, I ain't Lord. never been comfortable with her name, but we gonna that's another conversation. <laughs> well, it's kind of actually kind of the same conversation. Here's why. So it was a tweet from Real Talk Kim that said, Stay focused, baby. God about to spin the block for you. Now oh, in that girl. in that in that in that A A V E ass tweet. Girl. Uh, it says, Stay focused. And not even baby. knowing what it means. God about to spin the block for you. So our good friend Solomon Missouri. Well, not we don't know this nigga, but he had a good Solomon's tweet. funny though, actually. He's well, the guy. He's Solomon. like a he's like a preacher, I think, and he does those tweets where it'll go like on a rant. It'll be like <laughs> hella tweets following. I don't know if y'all have seen it. But he did his went viral where he was talking about like not uh if you're in a relationship and y'all having trouble. We'll just stay in it. He was like, you don't want to be in these streets. Y'all never seen that thread? <laughs> I'm going to find it. It's funny as fuck, but shout out to Solomon. Missouri. Well, it makes He's sense funny. because he tagged, <laughs> he quoted this tweet, this ridiculous ass tweet from uh, Real Talk Kim. Looks like she got out the 67th book of the Bible and ain't but 66 in the month. But uh, she, he quoted the tweet and said three words, simple. It was very dusty. We need gatekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> and we do you know what I'm saying she ain't got first of all her name she ain't got no you get one asymmetrical haircut and think you can say what we say why is she your name the, real talk Kim she got the Jaden Caden haircut right too. like why is your name mm-hmm. real talk Kim stay and then there's no punctuation it says stay focused baby God about to so not it's it's, it's grammatically incorrect like she's <laughs> she's a white woman Okay, <laughs> stay focused, baby. God about to spin the block for you. 
Shut up. Girl. That's what you did. Girl. I ain't never told a pastor or a preacher or nobody shut up, whether I agree with what they were saying or not, because some of y'all be spewing hot garbage. But whether I agree with them or not, I ain't never told. But you know what, real talk, Kim? Shut up. That's the message we have for you. Shut up. Shut up. Okay? And spin the block for you. Moving on. That's all I got. Hey, one first thing, the last thing, rather, I want to do is give a shout out to our girl, Goddess Rivera, who has a brand new position at Disney. She is, yep, it's a newly created role for her. She is, um, she is, she is fusing her passions for community connection and marketing strategy as vice president, inclusive marketing, Disney media and entertainment distribution. Shout out to Goddess, big goddess, not the little one, okay? That's big goddess, huge. baby. Congratulations, Shout goddess. Out. And they're luck, Disney is lucky to have you, goddess. So much love they to really goddess. Are. She's an really incredible are. talent and a great person. On, on top of that, she's a good person. So just want to send a yes. show a little love to goddess. That's it for me this week. That's fire. Congratulations, girl. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go to Disney now. We, we might as well. We can okay. do the friend. I told you we need to come on down. We should do the friend zone from Disney World. We that can get ears. So cute. On Let's October 3rd, too. Mm-hmm. So, Asante, this week's Crime Zone episode is yours. Let us know what spooky season shit we might Well, no, because you said you're going to kind of flip it on us this week. Well... I said, well, well, friend zone listeners, you know, I struggle with doing the true crime. I feel like this is something more of, you know, Fran and Dustin's, you know, they can do it. They do it at a certain je ne sais quoi, which I lack because I speed through everything, which is why I'm trying to take a moment to slow down. That's why I be wanting you to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I ain't got no license, so I ain't driving. I never met it to me. I'm from Flint. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't give a fuck. God. I don't so care dumb. how we get there. Just <laughs> so Word told I, decided, I just I just chose a story. I didn't choose anything tech for it as I initially thought I was gonna do. I wanted to use this as a practice, as a, a trial run to getting good with it, so that when I do do the tech stories, I can, you know, really get into the meat of it. Um, so have you ever heard the name Franzak? Balzac. Bozak, no. get the Bozak. No. Franzac? Mm-mm. How do you spell that? Prozac. F-R-O-N-C-Z-A-K. No, definitely not. Okay, yeah, because it seems like a name you would have heard, right? Because I, I didn't hear that. Not, not, not me. That's certainly not I. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard of the book called The Foundling? No. The Chitterlings. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> Okay, well, that's good. That's great. So you have no idea what we're going to talk about. That's even more amazing Mm. because I hadn't heard of Franzak, but the Foundling, I'd heard about or heard of that book. I didn't know what it was, but the name I heard of, I was like, Foundling, yeah, I've heard that. I don't think I read that in like the Lord of the Rings or anything. So I've heard that from somewhere. When I saw the cover of the book, I was like, oh yeah, I have seen this shit. Um, You remember when like Borders was open and Barnes and Noble and all that? I I love bookstores. B. Dalton. Yeah. Maybe not Borders. Maybe not that old. I do remember seeing this in like the, because the Barnes and Noble that's up on like, uh, what is that? Midtown West? No, mm-hmm. upper, upper West Side. Upper West Side. Oh my God. Oh, is that still there? It, it was. That was my It spot. was a few years ago. I used to, because they used to do book readings and stuff in there. So right, I remember right. seeing this book around there. The big one. Anyway, I'm going to tell you a story and then I'll tie it all back to this book, right? It starts in 1964 with Dora and Chester Franzak. 
Doran Chester Franzak, April 26, 1964, gave birth to a baby. The baby's name is Paul Franzak, and this all took place in Chicago, Illinois. She gave birth. She nursed. She nursed the baby. You said um, Paul well Franzak. Paul, Paul Franzak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so the next day, um, a woman comes in. One of the nurses. She comes in the door's room. She looks at the baby and she takes the baby to go be looked at uh, by the doctors. Unfortunately, the woman did not come back with the baby. They um, just stole staff, her damn baby like that. <laughs> the woman was pretending to be a nurse and took their baby. That like is she just walked horrifying. in. She walked into their hospital room, took the baby, was looking at the baby, and I guess told the woman, okay, all right, we're going to take this baby to go look, be looked at by the doctor. And she never came back. Oh my so God. I, this this happened early in the morning, and staff realized that something was wrong. But instead of going into the room and talking to the mom about it or calling the cops, they actually um, they contacted the father who was at work. He was at work at a factory. They called him. They had him come down to the hospital. And they told him what happened, and he actually was the one that told his wife what happened. So, what? The, the, I'm yeah, so with this game so Chester, <laughs> Chester literally they was scared to tell her ass. I'd have been scared right. to tell a motherfucker. To, uh, right. Well, I she guess that makes baby. sense. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the emotional support. They're like, let's make sure someone's here mm-hmm. when we break this news. Okay, that's. Right. I'm not that so kind Chester, of person though, y'all. So if y'all ever got something to tell me, just tell me. Just, Don't be setting me up for no. <laughs> just let me know. You ain't got to call nobody over here. Like just <laughs> y'all can tell me. You know what I'm saying? I hate Noted. that shit. Especially because he was at work and like you know he's celebrating, thinking yeah, oh yeah, my baby was just born. Oh, so he's like gosh. getting interrupted. Damn, and this is before they had paternity leave, huh? As if he was well, working well, the next day, that's a, a hell of a father. Well, well, yeah, it's the daddy. He going right to work. He like, hey, lady, you know, I love See, you. See, but he should have took the day off because then he would have been there with her. So he could have been like, wait yeah. a minute. Who is this bitch? What's going on in here? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, normally they keep the babies together, but apparently the baby was so unruly they kept the baby in her room. It was so bad in the, the first day? <laughs> apparently the they baby They don't be crying. down, do shit, but sleep and eat. That's it. <laughs> Maybe Child. the baby sensed that something was about to yeah, go maybe. down. Oh, yeah. The baby knew what, what time it was. Like that. Yeah. Maybe it was, was wilding out. Like, yo, careful where y'all put me. Careful where y'all put me. They're just real in tune with human emotion because they was just inside of somebody. Then once they be born, they got they face to face with a breast for, you know, the majority <laughs> of their time that they awake. So you the so vibrations right. and energy of the person, of the human Come on, body. vibrations. They just, they sense it. And that's why babies be looking at people like that. They smile at me. <laughs> then it was the 60s, too. So, you know, at that time when they was taking the babies out, they was, like, slapping them on the ass real hard and all that. Right. Babies wear little like, bell-bottom diapers and shit. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Groovy. <laughs> Bell-bottom diapers. Can we please and, name this episode Bell-bottom bell diapers? Bottom yeah. diapers? Oh, my God. Bell-bottom oh diapers. <laughs> bead curtains on the cur- on the crib and shit. You know what I'm saying? Why are you describing me, though? <laughs> She's like, that's my bed now. That's, that's my crib me? now. Um, well, uh, what wasn't so groovy was that their baby was missing. Yeah, that's um, fucked They're missing baby. Oh, yeah, let's, let's remember that. The, oh, the baby... Missing sparked the biggest manhunt in Chicago's history at the time. Um, Wouldn't it be the smallest? Two hundred, technically, uh, if they <laughs> looking for a new. Just please. They look at the biggest manhunt. It's the littlest baby hunt, right? <laughs> Why would they the say that? Manhunt, the biggest uh, manhunt for the littlest baby. Okay. 
Um, I just like motherfucking be direct with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me what's going on. Well, look, <laughs> over. you want to know who knew what was going on? Over 200 police officers, the FBI, and 175,000 postal workers searched the city. Wow. 600 homes. I know the mailman was like, now why am I in it? The <laughs> 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 postal worker. <laughs> and you know, half of them was probably still mid-shift when it was going down. Oh my and God. some of them had already worked and had to come back for another shift and knew they had to work again tomorrow, so they had to search 600 homes uh, by midnight. And when on nobody on my they, route got their mail because you're carrying that bag and a baby, bitch, please. Were they <laughs> a, a wealthy family or like a well-to-do family or something? Because I'm amazed at the, the amount of attention, you know, mm-hmm. that that case would get. So they weren't a wealthy family from uh, what I read. Uh, I'm trying to quickly put this Obviously back a up. white family. I mean, that mm-hmm. goes I mean, saying. They, were, they was a white family. So, mm-hmm, But uh, yeah. they weren't a very wealthy family, which is exactly why the uh, father went back to work. He worked at a factory as a oh, machinist. Oh, yeah. You just say that. So, Duh. yeah. That's why he had to be back at work the next day when no benefits hidden, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> a nationwide search launch and worldwide headlines were made. The investigation, even with all the press... It took some time, but eventually the it, it was put to bed. Nobody cared anymore. Even with the, all the searching and the doors being knocked down, eventually they didn't find the baby. And the cops was just kind of like, all right, well, we have other stuff to worry about. We have other, you know, black people to put in jail and harass. Um, so then that brought in the question, what happened to Paul Franzak, right? Then? <laughs> well, because the... <laughs> I told you I was bad at this. No, no, no. No, not uh, you. Not you. The damn motherfuckers. Shit, that's why they couldn't find the damn baby. If, well, what the fuck y'all been doing all this time? If y'all well, just now asking where Paul is. To make this worse, they still didn't really... Well, I'm ruining it. See, I'm bad at this. Anyway, no, no, all this no. took place in 1964. They're bad um, at it. Because they didn't find the no, fucking seriously. kid. So that, that next year, in 1965... Uh, and remember, all this took place in Chicago. So in 1965, oh, so they've been had uh, fucked up police. <laughs> Lori ass had Lori ass was there. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, she was at the at barber first, I shop. She was trying to say a name the first time. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, uh, 1965 in Newark, New Jersey. There was a young boy that was abandoned in a variety store. That's what it said. Oh my God. Don't tell me this Um, is Paul. And what the hell is a variety store? Maybe that was what a convenience store was back because that was like they Dwayne Reed. No, it was like a department store. It it was a variety of stores. So, like a mall? They called it a. See, I couldn't, I didn't get exact clarification. News clipping just said variety store, and mm-hmm. then I typed it into Google, and some of them That's said it was probably like, like a mall. those, like those five and dimes. Like you a know, Woolworth. They just got mad shit. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, Scott McKinley, as the boy became uh, later on named, he was abandoned in Newark, New Jersey, and then he was placed into a foster home with Damn, a family called Double the Homicide. Doesn't please. So they put this nigga down twice. So, we so don't first, know if it's him. We she just said as Paul. the boy was this, labor this, called. This, this, this is this is this is a separate boy. This or this, is a separate I'm, I'm boy. Painting, I'm, oh, I'm, well, this oh, might be. I this might be well, this, well, this no. might be the same boy. I ain't told you that yet. So we that's what, I yet. thought that's you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mind just you know <laughs> my mind. In you, my you're mind. already making connections. <laughs> you already. <laughs> I'm trying okay. to find them. Shit, I'm working harder <laughs> than the fucking police. What? 
it's fine. It's funny that you caught him uh, <laughs> trying to find him, but he was called a foundling since he was found abandoned. And the, okay. the foundling, yeah, that's where this How word please. comes from, right? <laughs> right. I didn't like that word. I was like, Hit but it, it was Michelle. the '60s, so I guess. I guess the '60s, you know. Anyway, uh, dang it, fuck about. So he was placed in a foster home with a family called the Eckerts until the Franzaks heard about him. Because the Eckerts were going to adopt the young boy. They got him baptized. Uh, you know, Scott was placed into their home after being found in the mall. And the Eckerts wanted a child. So Scott was about to be their child. Mm-hmm. But one of the FBI agents uh, that was working on the case was like, oh, you know what? This boy might, this boy actually might be the, the Franzak baby. Oh, shit. Uh, let me pull this article back up. Because somebody really lying. interesting. <laughs> yeah. It, it, somebody is lying. But... Um, the boy basically been abandoned a push chair in a busy shopping center uh, that previous July, and he'd been placed with his foster family. Um, before they could adopt him, a New Jersey police detective had the idea that the boy might be the missing baby from Chicago. Um, the FBI agent that was on this case began to test this hunch, and this is from a BBC article uh, about the story. Um, there wasn't much to go on. There was no record of Paul Joseph's blood type, nor had the hospital taken the baby's footprints or uh, fingerprints or footprints. Damn, she All got him right a... when he came out. Listen, yeah. Crazy. All they had was a single <laughs> photograph taken on the day he was born, and the shape of the baby's ear in the picture was very similar to that of the abandoned toddler. Mm. Um, they ended up testing over 10,000 boys that could possibly be Paul. What was Paul, the test? Um, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> they just, and they was Paul, looking at everybody out of the baby's ears. I tell you, this was a test. <laughs> oh my God, Dustin. That ain't the one. That ain't the one. Like when the they one. like when they said that the ears were similar, I was thinking from a newborn, and then it's been yeah, like a year like and some change is, later. But some babies do be having mushy. Some babies do be having fucked up, folded in half ass ears and shit, though. You know little what I'm saying? That don't really change. Yeah. Little or UFC devil ears. ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the purple Little emoji is <laughs> well as I said they tested Colic over 10,000 boys they, they tested over 10,000 boys that could be Paul shit. and Scott the boy that they found in the shopping center was the only one that they couldn't fully exclude the well. Franzaks were elated to hear the news and back oh then goodness. the FBI was the elite authority and when they tell you something you believe <clears> it so they were under the impression that this baby was their baby right they um they're just like, oh, okay, we found our baby. They got this letter. Um, ooh, I don't want to skip yet. Mm-mm, don't okay, skip. Okay, so the <laughs> FBI said it was him. They believed it. The Illinois Department of Children and Family Services was continuing their investigation, but Dora, the mother, she knew that that was her baby. So Dora and Chester, they took their baby. Uh, Scott is now Paul, or Scott was Paul, so now Scott So they is Paul took again. the baby from the Eckarts? Like, they were like, sorry. Yep, the Eckarts didn't get to adopt. They oh, were like, you shit. know, thank you for baptizing, but it's our baby That's now. So they, they actually, that sucks, they literally damn. actually came from Chicago down to, uh, they went from Chicago down to Newark to get their son and right. went back to Chicago. Well, we're going to fast forward to a 10 year old Paul. Mm. Uh, Paul is readjusted to Doran Chester and is living his best life with his family, being loved on. And it's Christmas time. Paul is looking for Christmas presents, as all children, especially 10-year-olds, do. Um, in the basement, he's going through, and he pushes a couch to the side and finds this little nook. 
and there is a box in the nook, and it's full of cards, letters, and news clippings. I thought you was going to say it's the basically... damn baby was in the box. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. I was about to be like, what kind of shit was they on? But go ahead, Asante. Yes, this story spooky for real. Ooh, Lord no. Jesus. <laughs> no. Um, so he basically found the news clippings from when he was missing. So, but Paul, you know, is 10 years old. Paul don't know what this is, but basically there's a news clipping 200 search for stolen baby. Uh, mother asked kidnapper to return baby. Paul, Paul basically just sees a, a baby picture and his name and his, and runs up to his mom. And his mom is like, because, you know, Dora, they were they were traumatized. This was a traumatizing thing. You excited because you see her name, but she didn't want to talk about it. So basically she told him off and then she was like, yes, you were kidnapped. We found you. We love you. And that's all you need to know. So she snapped off on that ass. No, wait a minute, glasses. That's what I would have told her. <laughs> like, no, wait a minute, glasses. You're going to have to give me something more than that. How are you going to tell me? Yeah, it happened. And don't ask about it. Well, bitch, what the fuck? Up? Well, child, who am I? <laughs> child, he kept asking that question throughout the years because whenever he was alone, he would, she didn't even get rid of the box. <laughs> whenever he was alone he would go through the box and just read through all that stuff all over again and basically live with this for his entire life well that now, should have answered his more... questions to be honest with you now at a certain point it's on you you know what I'm saying and if he if he got access to the box and all the, the articles then damn it you know what happened I see why Shane and what say could that. she really and what could she really say I mean you I were was taken. laying there she didn't know in the hospital outside of that and my stomach cramped. So when I looked over to the left, next thing I knew, uh, it's just like a shadow ran on the right side of the room. And all I heard was the things that beat. Well, it probably wasn't no beat back then because it was just bells. It probably was a bell that started ringing or something. Justin, it was the 60s, not the, the 1800s. <laughs> like, Jesus. She heard a bell and a stone doom doom <laughs> and noise and shit and the and the into the bitch took off with the baby. <laughs> All she seen. <laughs> All she seen was some snowshoes running with okay. that baby. That's what she could tell him. Shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, child, Dora and Chester are described as loving parents. The Franzaks are um, in this BBC article. But then they also state that, you know, they had a little bit of a mean streak. Uh-oh. Once during a heated argument over the length of Paul's hair, because Paul went to a Catholic school, but he liked uh, rock and roll music, and he wore his hair long. I know you're not going where I think you're going. I know they ain't going to say we should have left your ass. I know. That's why I was like, I know you're not going where I think you're going. Stop and the it. fact that that's, that made it a part of this article is hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> that means Paul hate them motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, t- break it, Asante. What did they say to this child? I can't break it because Doris said, I wish they'd never found you. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> no. I mean, a read is a read. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you can't get mad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a read, if you let the motherfucker have it. You know, you're going to pull out the big guns sometimes, no. like, you know. No. <laughs> well, child, he pulled out the big guns and, and realized that he wasn't even a damn baby. So she, she done let the wrong one Wait, what? what? Sorry, I, I spoiled it. Damn, sorry, I spoiled it. I see, I told y'all it was going to be a quick one. That was the end. No, I'm just kidding. Um, what the so, hell? In 2012... Paul Franzak, because I'm fast forwarding through his life story. There was a whole lot about his life. I think he got married a couple of different times. You know, Paul didn't live. Paul mm-hmm. was found. He, his, he he even describes his, fa- his uh, family as loving, or his par- parents as loving. So Paul is a grown-ass man. He in his 50s at this time. It's 2012. 
He's living in Vegas. And again, y'all knew he already knew that someone right with him because in them articles and then his mom acting a certain way, he just knew something was off. So it's 2012. Y'all know we got Ancestry.com and, and oh, DNA for life and all that stuff. You know, we didn't came in the time. Oh, shoot. Uh, his parents, he asked them to do a DNA test and they was like, no. <laughs> they was like, nah, we ain't doing that. You are son. We love you. And he was like, nah, bitch, that ain't gonna be good enough. And of course, I'm giving my loose nigga version if this was like drunk history, right? <laughs> um, he was like, nah, bitch, I need y'all to take this test. And they was like, all right, fine. We're gonna take the test. So they took the test and before he, uh, when they were submitting the results, the parents was like, all right, you know what? We changed our mind. We we don't want to do the test. Please don't submit it. He said, fuck y'all. I already got what I needed. Right. <laughs> submit it. It's done. I'm about to see what's up. I can't believe I freestyled all of that. <laughs> um, Paul, he got the test back and Maury told him that he was not the son. Mm. Wow. The test came back and he was not Paul. He could, it, it was, con- it was conclusive that he could not be Paul J. Franzak. Um, Dora I mean, Manchester, play the stupid parents. games, win stupid prizes. He shouldn't have looked. <laughs> Once they told him, fuck it, we don't want to take the test. You are son, we love you. They should have just left sleep, let sleeping dogs lie. Because now we got all well, these questions. We do have all these questions because at that point in time, Paul's reality, he was sh- his reality was shattered. He didn't know what to do. That's so but sad. But then immediately, yeah, it was it was hard so for him. So the parents Everything knew, that you knew that he wasn't they, theirs, well, but they just well, they were like, know. fuck it. Well, they had to have if she well, was being weird about right. it. It seemed like she well, otherwise, why would you even give a fuck? You'd be like, whatever yeah. you need, sure. Exactly. Well, so it could have like, been, let's well, it could have really just been trauma from him being missing. You know, they just didn't want to go back down that road. They felt like, maybe they felt like bad parents because, you know, she gave the baby away. Like, maybe she just or didn't want to revisit that. Or maybe she intuitively knew, like, uh-huh. this ain't my son, but I'd rather have something than have nothing. Have the experience maybe- of being a parent. Yeah, and maybe she I think thought, that she realized down the road that that was... Yeah. Yeah, they realized at some point down the road that was not their son, and maybe maybe one of them figured it out and didn't want to tell the other and was embarrassed, and they just kept lashing out a little bit here and there. I don't know. But it was fishy. I think somebody did know. But to this, Paul, he still loved his parents, or the people that he thought was his parents. He loved them so much that he actually said... Um, oh, well, actually, right before I get into that... Um, he, he reached out to an investigator. This part is not funny. I'm sorry. He reached out to an investigative journalist, um, George Knapp, uh, K-N-A-P-P, in case anybody wants to look up any of these stories. Um, and basically, Paul is in the news again. So that pissed his parents off because they already had to deal with, you know, him being a young baby in the news. Now he a grown ass man in his 50s and he back in the news again. And so he basically did all this before talking to them and telling them that he wasn't the, the, the son because he what? wanted to actually he wanted to actually find the son, find their son. He Mm -hmm. said his parents were so amazing that he felt like the best gift that he could give them would be to find their real son. That's incredible. That's beautiful. That That is is incredible. Especially if he got them two selfish-ass parents that he had that don't give a fuck about nothing but how it affects them. I've noticed that recurring theme in this story. Like, these parents prioritize their experience over anything connected to that child. And that's crazy. And that's how they got caught slipping and lacking in the first damn place. That's how the mm. bitch got him. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't they didn't care. She probably was asleep holding the damn baby and the bitch took And that sucks for the Eckhart family too. Yeah. Robbed them of a baby. They took away that their they experience. Right. Emotionally right. invested in to the point of mm-hmm. baptizing and making faith-based, you know, decisions for their well-being and shit. For a Y'all didn't took that baby. Theirs. So what happened? Damn. Did they find a the motherfucker? What happened? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I told you his parents stopped talking to him. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, they was pissed off. He was back in the news. It's 
hey. And so now they probably look like they didn't look like for fools for 50 years or whatever. They probably resent him because, you know, to your point, Dustin, they're being selfish. They're not even thinking like what he's going through. They think about their damn self. Like they're like, oh, he did this. They, they blaming him. Meanwhile, he's coming from such a beautiful place, not even knowing where to like begin or how to get back to what he's got going on or any of that. You know so what my response would have been? You're going in a home now. That would have been it. It's like, <laughs> your old ass going in a home soon as it's time, no. bitch. No. <laughs> just, just because you I don't want them that. to be like, I don't want them to be like, well, you know how to Put them in a home. Right? That's all you mm-hmm. got to do. <laughs> anyway, Jesus all of this, Christ. all of this played out uh, via the news. This story was all up through the news, uh, I believe, through ABC, uh, ABC, Fox, one of, one of the news affiliates. I think everybody and their mama probably picked up the story because it was about a missing baby, damn it. And now it's about a man who realized he ain't the missing baby. Um, but before I get there, there was a, a point that I wanted to make. Oh, mm-hmm. so basically now we're in the future. <laughs> we in the future. We we updated since we was not in the 60s. It was 2012 when Paul did all this. We're moving on. Maybe it's like 2012 to 2015. He t- links up with a team of volunteers called the DNA Detectives who took on his case free of charge. This Scooby-Doo-ass um, name, the DNA Detectives with the mystery machine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the bill. <laughs> Shout out to Alexander Rogers. That's what he be doing. The bill collected. <laughs> Shout out to Alexander Rogers and Chris. What up, CD? Go ahead, please. Um... <laughs> So C.C. Moore is basically the lead uh, genetic genealogist. They use a combination of DNA testing and classic investigation techniques, uh, techniques from searching newspapers and public records, traveling or trawling through social media and endless phone interviews. So basically, they did everything that they needed to do to find Paul, his family. But before I get to that, because all of this played out in the news, I just wanted to mention like a theory popped up. Because um, there was a man in Chicago who said he was the son of a woman by the name of Linda Taylor. I don't have all the details on this story, but Linda Taylor was dubbed the welfare queen in Chicago in the 80s. The welfare queen, basically, uh, (laughs) her son came out on one of these ABC news shows and was like, my mom stole that baby. The the missing baby, my mom took him. And first of all, I don't know why her son was snitching or doing it on the news and doing any of this. I believe his mom passed away. She uh, passed in 2002. So I think the story came out way after, you know, 2015, uh, somewhere in there. So he decided to cinch on his mama. Anyway, uh, people well, were mean, saying she gonna that... do? Oh, right. <laughs> but they were saying that the welfare queen was spotted with the baby. So that was one uh, lead to what could have actually happened to the baby. Oh, um, the welfare queen raised him or took him. And people Brett knew, knew the that new that welfare wasn't her baby. Queen. You know okay. That? Dethroned. Five, he a welfare quizzing. That's what he mm-hmm. is. And, and don't is. let nobody else tell you different. And much love to her. What was her name? Liz Taylor. What was the lady's name? Linda, <laughs> Linda. Taylor. Linda. Shout out to listen, Linda. Linda. Okay, don't haunt me, girl. <laughs> but it's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> you um, are so since, ridiculous. <laughs> since this story played out in the news, <laughs> this was a great break because now I don't have to go where I was. Uh, where I was <laughs> no, let's take it um, there. Fuck these people. Let's talk about their baby stealing ass. <laughs> and I hope he did find that baby so his parents feel real bad. Like, look what I did. Y'all Wait, so the detectives all this time. are the detectives trying to help him find his parents or help him find the kids? The child that his- of. Right. Great question, friend. That's why I literally just said I'm glad I didn't go where I was going to go. Okay, because I'm like, gonna which tell you, storyline are they following so here? The detectives actually helped him track down his uh, his family. Um, so 
adopted Paul, uh, Scott slash Paul, um, he's the one is that's going to find his family through these detectives. Variety, so, vari- variety store Paul is the one that's going to find yes. the, who left him there. Okay. Yes. Not VSOP. So, <laughs> variety, variety store, store old Paul. Paul. <laughs> I, I'm old, so sorry. Old Paul. Because he just, you know. So Variety Store Paul actually uh, is going to work with the DNA detectives to find his real family. Okay. But before I get into that, because I actually I will wrap it up with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the real Paul because all of this played yes. out via the news, um, the real Paul, let me just read this verbatim on one of these stories. It was right? Paul Wall. Um, Is that why he was white, sounding black? Imagine. That's why the, that's where the identity crash came in. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he came, some inside. white people dropped him off, but the black folks picked him up. <laughs> So maybe this is about Paul Wall. And that's why he's been sitting sideways on this stuff. <laughs> I like how Sante's just trying to get through the story. Wait, so what happened? I knew I should have made this shorter. Um, <laughs> uh, so basically, there had been a bunch of stories that come out in the news, right? The uh-huh. I-team... Um, and I wish I knew which I team because everybody in their mama's an I team. That's why I'm just like, damn, I need to figure out which one of these news. But there's so many outlets that report on this story, right? But mm-hmm. I believe it's the the local I team out of Nevada. They're the ones that really had their feet on the ground because that's where Paul uh, uh, VSP was from. I hate the nickname. And VSOP. I okay. And then Paul Wall. <laughs> so that's. Oh my God. Okay. So okay. now we're talking. So, so back to Paul Wall. Um, they found the real Paul. <gasps> okay. So because this story was playing out via news and media, uh, family members of Paul, I believe his uh, his younger children, because, uh, you know, Paul's in his 50s now. So like his uh, younger children who are adults, some are adults at this time, they reach out. They're saying, you know, we think that our dad is the real Paul. And I wonder what made them to- sense that, like. You know what I mean? Like, what well, this them- story had been developing over years, so maybe seeing the photos of Dora and Chester, because when they showed the pictures of Paul, uh, of, of VSOP, mm-hmm. yeah, when they showed the pictures of VSOP and you know Dora and Chester, you know everybody looked white, but mm-hmm. then when you see the pictures of Paul Wall and Dora and Chester, you like, oh, like those could be them. your parents. So, wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, so well, that's probably what the the family was thinking. They at home watching the news and they looking at, over at Paul Wall, whose real name is uh, Kevin Batty. Uh, I have to give respect to him because he's the real Paul and he had to deal with all this as well. Damn. Both of these Pauls had to deal with this very traumatic experience. One realizing he's lived his whole <laughs> life as one person not being that person and another one finding out via news that whoever they thought they were wasn't the same as well and they've been missing their real parents too. And wow. so Went out there is looking for Jesus them, trying to connect Christ. them to his real parents, and it just so happens to be the person that was told that they were them their entire lives. Crazy, fucked up, uh, strange. Um, so basically, the real Paul, Paul Wall, um, real name Kevin Batty, uh, Kevin Beatty, excuse me, uh, he confirmed he his identity to reporters, but he asked that his name be kept private at the time. Um, that this was an interview that they did early on. They released this interview later, but uh, oh. this interview happened early on, and he said he was gonna. Uh, and the other Paul that met him, because the Pauls met, I guess they talked over the phone. He tracked him down. He was like, hey, you know, or sister, sister, sister. A lot to talk yeah. about. Yeah, like sister, sister, but not. Like it was crazy. Yeah. But um, 
basically uh, VSOP decided, you know, that he, when he wanted his name kept private, he was going to respect that because, you know, he knew what he was going through. Mm-hmm. So Paul Wall, he didn't want his name revealed because he was having health issues at the time. And plus, you know, it was a very hard thing to take in so much later on in his life. Um, a recent article, the, the man, his, he was from Manton. Um, and there was an obituary notice with his name on it. I had it on the side. Uh, I, think I ain't never heard of Manton. Michigan. Hell no, I'm from Michigan. Manton, how you spell it? T-I or T-E? M-A-N-T-O-N. T-O-O. Yeah, city in Michigan. Really? Yeah, it yep. says Michigan. Manton is a hell? city in we- Wexford County. I've in, never heard of Wexford Michigan. County. Maybe it's in the UP or some shit. I don't know. It also says the population is 1,200, so it's probably a very small population. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay, interesting. Well... Uh, Paul VSOP he didn't reveal the man's identity, but when the, after the man came forward, uh, VSOP did reveal that his mom Dora did get to talk to him. So Dora got to way later on, you know, them selfish as parents. Way later on in life, she did get to talk to her real son after being mean to you know the not so much the real son, but he still lived a really cool life and he still decided to you know connect them to their real their real parents, which or their real child, which I thought was super deep and super amazing. Um, but basically, investigators believe that Kevin was the one, he was the kidnapped infant, Paul. Um, investigators in Chicago became aware, aware of Beatty back in uh, 2018, when, and when asked about the investigation, they declined to acknowledge his identity, and in, in its, excuse me, in the interest of protecting crime victims. Um, well, what the Kevin fuck? Kevin Beatty... We've well, been watching this shit I mean, play out for a hundred years in the goddamn media. You know what I'm saying? Like, what happened? They got to tell us what the fuck happened at that point, or else get the fuck out the media with it. That's how I feel about it. I can't right. stand well, that kind of shit. Take you all the way to Nevada the end Paul. and just. So Nevada Paul, um, VSOP, he actually wrote a book called The Foundling, and okay. it was about his experience with all of this. His his experience. Uh, being a child, uh, like literally about everything that we talked about. So he I'm actually definitely sent, interested in reading it now. Did he find? Right? Did he find his parents and his family? So we, I, I'm gonna touch on that last. I just want to give you this uh, part okay. with Paul, and then we are gonna get back to uh, uh, VSOP. I was about to say with Paul Wall, but that was gonna be wrong. I just wanted to rhyme. Um, uh, VSOP reached out to Paul and his children. And he said he sent the real Paul my book. And I heard from uh, from my tipsters, because this has been discussed all throughout, you know, uh, message boards, Reddit, it's like everywhere. Everyone's been talking about this. And he really liked it. And he let his friends read it. But as far as communicating with me, nothing. Um, so him and they talk. There's probably later articles on them actually, you know, talking more, discussing. But he was having a battle with uh, cancer, I believe. And I believe Kevin Batty uh, passed. So <laughs> rest in peace to Kevin. I hope that you had a really good life outside of, you know, everything that happened to you. I know you left some children behind. So I just wanted to talk about that because that was crazy to me that there were these two people that was involved in this. And then I'm going to leave you with this last piece. And then we can move about what happened to uh, VSOP's family. Them children need to go fight the grandma. I know. (laughs) Yes. So with the DNA detectives on his side, the adult, the adopted Paul uh, Franzak came to learn his birth name is Jack. So Jack, so uh, VSOP now is Jack, mm-hmm. and Jack <clears throat> Rosenthal is his name. Did I get wow. the right name? Did I put that? I didn't put that somewhere. I think I remembered that. I hope I remembered the right name. Anyway, uh, so Jack had a mother named Marie and a father, Gilbert. Um, 
Oh, yeah, it is Rosenthal. Basically, he came to learn of his birth name and that he has roots in Tennessee. He connected with some relatives and via the phone, they basically told him that he, he was Jack Rosenthal. And he found out that he was born six months older than he always thought. So his new birthday was now October 27, uh, 1963. So, Shit. um, Trippy. he found out his sign. He, he finally know his sign and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> <No, he didn't. laughs> I didn't know y'all could have lied and a- let me stay younger. Like, don't tell me I'm older. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, God damn. Right. Twist the knife. Why don't you? <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to it's like, going to be a not, little bit worse. Not me being a Scorpio. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I'm going to end this in a very <laughs> terrible place, and I'm sorry because I know y'all are cracking up laughing. But Jack, oh, ha- y'all about to laugh? Damn, no, okay, we're done laughing. What happened? You know, I can't not. promise. Uh, <laughs> I, I look, I don't, I don't want you to. I don't want you to. Oh no! So Jack, after talking to his relatives, he learned about his birthday, and he also learned they had a twin sister named Jill. But the relatives, <gasps> not Jack, he learned and Jill, through- child. <laughs> but I thought that. Sh- sh- Oh, that's the other one. This is VSOP. So how many babies was took? <laughs> so it was just two babies. It, well, it was one baby took. Which was and they thought Paul they Wall. Them. VSOP. Oh, yeah. No. So Paul Wall was the one that was really took. Yeah, so Paul Wall got took. And VSOP, but VSOP got life. left at the store. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. So he just got. So they left him and kept the girl. Right. So, yeah, so basically this opened like a whole new branch uh, in another investigation, but I'm telling you I'm about to close this here because it's about to mm-hmm. look, it's going to be why it's spooky, right? Um, basically, he learned from his relatives that the family was abusive. Uh, they didn't, the family didn't know what happened to his twin sister. They kept talking about, um, you know, because the DNA detectives, when they were trying to find the family, the relatives, uh, when they found this particular set, they always talked about missing twins, missing twins. So when Jack reached out, and they, I guess, through DNA testing, they found out he was one of the missing twins. They said they didn't know what happened to the sister. How the fuck so you that, don't know what happened to a child? Well, oh, you the mean the investigator said, said they didn't know what happened to the sister, not the family well, of no, this, the sister? No, this was this was the family, and this wasn't the direct family because this because the mother and father they had their own issues. The uh, father he had like issues from war, and oh, so and these the are like children of children of children. So these people they had their kids sitting in cages. So like. I guess they like that's how abusive uh, Martha, not Martha, that was the other lady. This is how abusive Marie and Gilbert, um, Jack's real parents were, according right, to his the relatives. Rosenthal's. <clears throat> yes. So Paul never found out what happened to her, but he thinks something tragic happened. Um, he thinks that something tragic happened to his twin sister. So then the parents then abandoned him. So they didn't because they couldn't explain. You know, they didn't want to have to explain why they that, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's that's where he left it. And so that's where I want to leave it to. So, oh my God. What a life. Ain't shit. And, and as many people, as many fit um, would be parents that are walking around this world um, mourning wanting the, the, the warning children too. so bad. And these rotten pieces of shit have the blessing of, of having children like that and then do crazy ass shit like that. That's so fucked up. And, but also, what a wild life for Jack to like. You grow up in cages. Your your twin sister is taken away. You never find her. You're left in a variety store. You're taken in by another couple who says that you're theirs, but then you find out you're not. Like, what the fuck? 
That's just a crazy. Of we course need to he get Ryan Murphy on this or Lee Daniels, right? somebody that's really going to get into the mess of it. Like, yeah, it's yeah. definitely a Ryan Murphy movie with that mm-hmm. guy that plays all the same roles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy because I didn't about, read up um, much. What's her name? No, the Sarah, guy. Sarah the guy Paulson. that's playing Dahmer. No, oh, the guy oh, that's yeah. playing Dahmer. <laughs> Chris Evans I want him to do a, a rom-com. Or something. He needs something light in his spirit. Because <laughs> at this point, we need a redemption arc. I mean, right? brother, you okay? Because <laughs> I'm with Nisi Nash. Shout out to Latroy. He kept tweeting tweet the clip of Nisi Nash being like, I called y'all in this the police lady glenda it's not this is nothing funny about the story of what happened but that section of, of the way Nisi nash was acting saying i, I can see Troy tweeting this too because how he tweets <laughs> wow Asante, this was a crazy story yeah look how it's ending <laughs> i mean this was a crazy story this was a great crime zone asante what are you thank talking you. about yes thank you yeah good job great asante. crime zone good job thank you thank very you. much wow thank you I what about the children i want to read please the book. go check out paul uh he, he's still i mean paul joseph franzek was what his name was when he published the book so it's under um paul joseph franzek the foundling and he still like tours and talks about it franzek sure so he yes. kept the uh, well, he did say they were good parents, so I guess I understand. He felt and like- plus the other man, you know, died as Kevin Beatty already. So, and right. then you know that's what fucks with me too. Like, imagine living your whole life, and you know, I guess you know they had those tips where they were like, you know, fuck you, or I wish you weren't found. But then for the most part, they're super loving and they're doing everything for you. And then you find out that you could have actually ended up with your abusive ass parents who were keeping you in a cage. It's just crazy. Right. There's just so many moving parts. But I'm still interested in him saying they were loving parents that would tell him, I wish you weren't found. I don't see how that connects to me. I was condensing because there was a whole story about prom and him being remarried and married and the parents support and all of that. I just skipped past all his life. So excuse me Mm. for that. But Mm. I didn't get to talk a whole lot about Kevin Batty's life because I didn't talk about his family. He was one of the people and he actually ended up dying through this. So. That's why I just wanted to. I definitely would have hit my mama with a smooth with bitch. That's why they took your baby, bitch. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I would say when they left you, a bitch. That's exactly why they got your ass. Oh this is bad parent. Wait, you want to call CPS? Did they, did they say anything about <laughs> Kevin's family? Were they good to him? Like the fa- like, how did he end up with another family? Do they know the story? I like, got who so took many him? questions. Right, like who took him from the hospital? More, Did they more, sell him to the new parents? So maybe oh we have God. to do a part two. Look, I bet, I bet they are gonna make this into a series. When but they do make you have that series, info? They have that info. I don't, I don't have. So it's it's all out because this story's been out for maybe since like tw- it's been developing since maybe 2015. But okay. I just saw articles more recent from uh, the last couple of years. So it just l- continues to develop whether he finds new leads on with his sister. Yeah, because I'm he like finds this... up with the family on the other side. Because right. I, I wonder that too. It's, yeah, and that's Kevin's why I side the, is a lot of questions there. Like, well, that's why I mentioned the Linda Taylor thing. to his parents that he did end up with? Did they have answers so that's why on I who they the brought from? Like, exactly. what's the connection? Yeah, that's somebody why I the welfare queen because the welfare queen. I wondered because <laughs> I didn't tell the yeah, whole story. Yeah, like, but did they were the saying, welfare queen sell him? That's to the whose story we had. need to know is the fucking welfare queen because she died <laughs> in the jeep. The 
bury me a G ass queen. No, I want to know. Bitch, and you maybe his that? parents don't. And maybe his parents don't want to admit that they bought him on the black market. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be a lot. But of what if even Doran Chester has some shit, and then that's why the baby got took? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Sorry, I just went too far the other Who way. Who knows? All right. Well, that I don't trust none of that baby stealing and baby leaving asses. I don't so trust none scary. of them. Scary. <clears throat> Well, that does it for this week's Crime Zone main episode. Thank you all for your participation. Hopefully, y'all out there, y'all out there listening and maybe watching, enjoy it. Now, this week, friend, we are going to get into your amazing wellness segment with your special guest. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have one million dollars in scholarships at fifty-three HBCUs for sixty-six brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. All right, well, let's jump into this week's wellness segment. Let's bring in the wind chimes. (laughs) So, not Dustin with the hand dance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, we have a very special guest that I'm excited about this week. We have Mercedes of Exora Botanical Beauty. If you are a listener of the show, you know that I have been talking about this donkey milk that the guys have bullied me for, but my skin looks so beautiful, so it all works out. Well, maybe not you. Asante was definitely clicking on the site when I was saying. Maybe it was just Dustin, but (laughs) (laughs) we have Mercedes today. Thank you so much for joining us. I have a million questions, and I'm sure the listeners do too, because they're like, why donkey milk, girl? Where did this come from? But before we get started, let me just ask you my first question, which is, how did this love affair for skincare even start for you? Was it something you've always loved? Was it something that I know a lot of people have said YouTube kind of inspired them, you know, because there were a lot of like YouTubers discussing skincare and making skincare. Was it something completely off the Internet for you? Um, No, this is from since I was a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I had like incredibly dry skin as a child. Um, I had eczema as a child and, you know, growing up, like, you know, everybody did the same thing. It was like, you know, if you had some lotion, you had some Vaseline, some oil (laughs) or something (laughs) on top of like whatever topical eczema cream or whatever you would be using. But it was nothing at the time that I was really using that truly helped. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to go to school because I actually used to want to work for Johnson and Johnson in like their R and D department. Mm. And that's what I wanted to do after college. And, um, you know, when I graduated, we went right into a recession. So, you know, nobody was hiring like that at the time. And during that time, I had went home for a year 
and you know a, me and a friend were just talking about skincare and they were like well why don't you just make your own stuff and I was like wow I never considered that <laughs> even with a chemical engineering degree I was like that it was not something I thought of in my head and I you know I just started doing the research <laughs> behind of it and it just kept you know after 10, 11 years, you know, I've definitely changed and rebranded and stuff over the years. But even now where I'm at with the brand, like it's still about eczema. It's still about anti-inflammatory right. and dealing with skin issues and skin concerns um, because that's what means the most to me. Mm. And when you mentioned going home, you're from the islands, yeah. right? St. Croix, VI, born and raised. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> did growing up in the islands, did that inspire you in some way? Because I know in the islands, we tend to use more natural ingredients. You know, yeah. grandmas and aunts are just grabbing whatever from the tree, whatever from the neighborhood, whatever is yep. local. So how did that inform the way that you formulated your products? So... That's kind of like the backstory of like the name of my brand. So mm -hmm. Exora Botanical Beauty, like the Exora flower, um, while not is it's not something that's specifically on our island alone, it's very popular in all over the island. It's like mm -hmm. comes in different mm -hmm. colors. Um, the botanical beauty part kind of comes from the fact that we do, I did grow up with a grandparents and mom and stuff that, you know, we used, you know, we have the aloe plant in the backyard and you have, you know, yep. you're putting your bush tea and, you know, you drinking <laughs> right. this when you're sick and your cod mm -hmm. liver oil and all these Ooh, different natural uh, remedies. Yeah, I know, it's gross. Drinking straight aloe. The, that is gross. It was worse than the time liver oil, Mercedes. Yes, because because aloe is it's bitter. It, it's mm. so bitter. It is slimy. It's just pretty it's to look at. Not yeah. pleasant. Okay. <laughs> so when we, you know, growing up that way, and then being like into science, you know, going to school for like chemical engineering or whatever. For me, I took the science from it. Mm -hmm. And say, okay, well, you know, we're using aloe vera, you know, we drink it, put it on our skin or whatever, great for hydration. I'm like, okay, well, I can use, you know, the aloe vera water aspect or the extract aspect, because when you tend to use those things, they're literally made specifically for that purpose. Mm -hmm. And when I started the business, it was very much natural skincare. But as I evolved, I discovered how much more I could do with pro with ingredients that I can get from, say, um, in a lab because those were specifically like pulled, extracted from a plant or whatever. So it's more powerful that way, because when you mm. use something from the ground, there is no guarantee the percentage of how much is actually in it versus right. when you get it, you know, extracted specifically. And that's really the main difference. Yeah. And then when mm -hmm. you get it extracted, depending on how it's extracted, it also depends on how it well it can be used or how strong it is as well. Because mm. if you just use something from the ground, you can, yeah, you can, you can heat it up. But heating up something versus using it cold gives you two different reactions. Absolutely. You know what I'm right. saying? So if you don't have that background and that knowledge doing a certain type of things, you know, you could be doing all kinds of crazy stuff to your skin. So, <laughs> right. you know, like, so for me, that's how I brought in, 
you know, my island background into my business. And mm-hmm. initially when I started, two of the products in my line were actually named after um, my na- neighborhoods back home, which was the Mambi Juice mm-hmm. Scrub and the Golden oh, Rock Scrub. Both of them are neighborhoods wild. back home. I that's so that. bomb. So mm-hmm. so once you decided that you were going to move forward making your own products, did you feel pressure to go to school to be like the licensed esthetician just to kind of have the credentials that would make people feel safe buying your products? Or were you, were you just like, I just want to know more because I know you are an, a licensed esthetician, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Right. So where did that come into play with your business plan, I should say? The same friend that I had the conversation with that triggered me to start the business was the same friend that I had the conversation with about esthetician school. And she this was like, is a good friend. That's your amazing. Okay. Like shout out to Kalada. Cause hey, like, Kalada, you she, a real one. She yeah. literally yeah. held me down for it had to be about six years straight in my business with helping me with a lot of things and wow. you know, helping me research for things. And at the time I was like, you know, that's not a bad idea because I I was so skin focused that the aspect right. of being able to work on somebody's skin on top of making the products, I was like, well, this makes complete sense. Like mm-hmm. right. people are using my hand. products anyways. Why wouldn't mm-hmm. I be able to like do actual treatments and use my products to do those treatments? Yeah. So that's just kind of like how that came along. Like I wanted to just go full circle with it. Right. And so talk to us, Mercedes. Where did this <laughs> donkey milk <laughs> extract come from? Because I got a question. It's some preguntas on the PSO today. All right. <laughs> the question everybody wants to know. What you have So, okay, there's a funny story behind that. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's not necessarily funny, but it, it's crazy to how full circle it came. I have a tendency when I am placing inventory orders that I always, whenever I'm on the sites, I always like look and see like what other ingredients they have. And if something piqued my interest, I'll buy like a small bo- bottle of it and like, you know, play around with it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So one day I'm on the site and I'm buying my normal products and this, don- I'm like, donkey milk, what the hell is that? Like literally was, <laughs> li- I'm like, <laughs> I'd never seen you it before. You did what we did. <laughs> right, exactly. That's why I was laugh when people do it because I had the exact same reaction, right? Right. So I'm like, I'm going to just buy this off the strength of it being called a donkey milk. milk extract. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, and I had made, I had made, the first thing I ever made was the moisturizer. Mm. This was 2019. Before it was ever released. And what mm. happened at the time was um, my sister had gotten into a really bad car accident. And mm. I had to fly down to Miami to, you know, go see her. Her and my mom were the only two to ever get the moisturizer. One in its original mm. form. Mm. Because when it, when I originally made it, I ended up getting pregnant and that was the end of like making anything at that point. Fell to the wayside. Right. <laughs> that means it had and your then... skin real smooth, girl. Right. <laughs> that means it worked, girl. That moisturizer really worked. True. <laughs> right. So 2020 comes around and my friend Star, who is also an esthetician, mm-hmm. um, and somebody who actually I also work with business-wise, 
she kept talking about donkey milk. And she was like, y'all really sleeping on this donkey milk, da-da-da-da, because she's a cosmetic <laughs> chemist. So she's always in the know about, like, mm-hmm. um, right. products. The hot Korean. new extracts. And I'm like, oh, my God, Star. Like, I have a donkey milk moisturizer. I just never release it. So she was like, girl, what the hell are you waiting on? Like, I'm like, all right, bet. It was like two weeks later, I dropped the moisturizer and the soap. And it was, like, pretty much, like, everybody, people bought it off the strength and was like, donkey milk like they just thought it the was curiosity. like let me buy this because i've never that heard was of me it. that was literally me <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's like a conversation piece so when people sure bought is. it and they saw how well it worked it just kind of just took off from there like it just exploded and the rest was history after that Brilliant. yeah and i've noticed that you have redone your site and redone um the products that you're selling and I, i'm gonna assume that you're focusing now on donkey milk because it's become a signature product for you like yes. that's what you're known for and i've yes. noticed that you you took away some some favorites it's okay, okay but I understand, business. <laughs> I understand business I understand I understand I gotta trim the fat I know people are upset get with it. me right now I get it um, I understand the business side of it so I knew what you were doing but as a consumer as a customer I was very sad but the good thing is Mercedes gave us the heads up mm-hmm. and she said these products may not come back if you love them stock the fuck up yes. so I was Get able to up. buy <laughs> she yes. said come on down come on down so yeah, I, I did like everybody know you know like you know because we're we're in the middle of a rebrand and mm-hmm. there are products that might be some are might be coming back and then others that aren't and Ooh. because we haven't fully I'm decided scared. everything yet what we do know is you know like the donkey milk products most of them right now those are the ones that are available and, you right. know, as time progresses, once we release, you know, all the new stuff or whatever, then, you know, we'll be able to do like proper rollouts and we're going to have like some limited releases of like special edition stuff that's coming out as well. Mm-hmm. So you guys really going to have to like stay tuned. You're going to mm-hmm. have to follow <laughs> us on social media so you know what's coming, you know, right. what's new, what's coming back. Like we got y'all. I promise you, whatever, we, if we're not bringing something back, we're bringing something better. Mm-hmm. So right. that's, that. that's what I can tell you. And I listen, I the reason I asked you to come on this show today is because everyone knows I've loved skincare forever. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But I've always been more of someone that just was like testing stuff, trying stuff. I've, I've never been like an esthetician, but I would be like, I tried this product. I tried this. And I do think reviews of products are a little strange because everyone's skin is different you know mm-hmm. so it's like if i love the product that doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work on anyone else and there's right. stuff that people have suggested that ruined my skin so i think <laughs> it's a very personal <laughs> choice of what to right. you know how to design your skincare regimen but with donkey milk every person i have told to try it is having like they're just like, what the hell is this shit? Yeah, <laughs> like a hallelujah moment where their skin has completely transformed and it didn't matter what the issue was, whether it was dryness, whether it was overproduction and oiliness, whether it was acne, right. whether, like somehow it just seems to nip 
all those things in the bud. And it, it's just a fascinating product. And I feel like a preacher telling people, like, you got to get this donkey milk. I feel crazy. But I can't help it because look at my skin. Like, I look and so it good. Mm-hmm. It looks, and this is, and I use your, so the regimen that I've narrowed it down to, because obviously Mercedes will tell you, I used to buy her entire site. Yes. <laughs> I remember one day she said to me, oh, I love that you you, it looks like you're buying stuff for other people. I said, no. That's actually... <laughs> I legit was told my mom that. I was like, she mine. has for other people. Not, not you did a haul. I'm like, mom, she buys a lot. She has. She must be giving it to other people. I was like, no, no, I'm not. No. Listen, when I like a product, I also know that because I shout products out and they sell out. So when I like a product I buy in bulk I buy like Costco (laughs) (laughs) so my whole bathroom right now is the donkey milk cleanser obviously Mm. facial cleanser the donkey milk uh facial moisturizer the brightening lotion which I'm praying comes back because it's not donkey milk Oh my God! Okay, we brought it back. <laughs> we listen. We got Thank so you, many emails. Lord. I mean, emails because that product is the GMs. That the, product. The is people the was not playing. We brought it back. <laughs> I'm glad we bullied you and harassed the you. That is beautiful. But one Bullying thing I wanted works. to tell you guys in regards to the, the donkey milk itself <laughs> and why it works so well across Please the board. Please the magic, girl. It's what is the magic? It's the anti-inflammatory properties. Of in the okay. donkey milk? Right. And mm. not just even just the donkey milk. The formula itself is mm. built mm-hmm. to be for people across the board to help which like your skin at, at its core. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. like everybody's skin, you know, everybody's skin is built with like ceramides and uh, healthy skin. You want to have make sure the skin is like a certain thickness and it's hydrated and moisturized. And what people don't realize when you're breaking out sometimes or you're dealing with eczema, you're dealing with different skin issues. A lot of it is inflammatory issues. People mm-hmm. who might not wear sunscreen, people who might have a broken moisture barrier, people who have regular dry or sensitive skin. So the donkey milk products are specifically formulated for anybody because when you use something that's anti-inflammatory, things that help build the health of your skin, it improves the overall health of your skin. It gets skin. to the root and of the problem. And when your skin is healthy, all those issues are reduced or they stop. Mm. So I try, that's why even as an esthetician, I tend to stop people from using so many actives because when you use actives, you kind of irritate your skin even more. Before you can actually yes. fix it. And I yes. try to tell people, like, the healthier your skin is, the less actives you actually need. So mm. when I f- take people, I was like, you know, at the bare minimum, if you just using the f- donkey milk facial cleanser and the moisturizer, just that alone, and even the sunscreen does wonders for your skin. Yes. Because all yes. it's doing is healing your skin. And, and, that's, and I think that's what I love about your products, because I realized with my skin, 
I I don't have a lot of skincare issues at this mm-hmm. point, but it's because I stay away from actives. Like, I don't know what it is. I can't use those products that just have a ton of shit. And I can't use too many steps in a regimen. Like, right. I noticed that about my skin, too. My skin just likes very simple, very basic, like, get to the issue, you know, get to the root mm-hmm. of the issue clear moisture like it needs I don't even use serums too much I notice that my skin doesn't really care for serums mm-hmm. um, like I'll, they just I, slide off uh, <laughs> <understand>. <laughs> it just don't it don't I don't see the difference I've tried it for months and I've tried you know I'm, I love testing mm-hmm. different regimens just to make sure I'm basing it on what I'm seeing and results and not just like a bias but with me, the the donkey milk moisturizer, the cleanser, and then the brightening lotion. And I do use your CMOS uh, mm-hmm. toner, the yeah. gel toner. Is that coming back, by the way? We'll see. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> get to email and friends, the friend people. Start emailing. Let's get y'all to, to do. People have been y'all. asking me about it. They have. We're going to let people know slowly, you know, what's coming back for sure. Because I don't want to say it and then I end up saying the wrong thing because they're not going to beat and me And then up we get the mad at you. <laughs> no, I know. I just, but I that, just, but so that just simple regimen, what's gonna that come simple regimen, though, has made such a difference in my skincare and I've mm-hmm. learned so much about what my skin likes and like you were saying I just realized I can't use skincare with a lot of actives it just doesn't right. work and I'm me. a I'm yeah. a very you know I'm a mom of like two they're two under four years old I don't even have time to do long skincare routines by the time I get to no. the serum part my child and <laughs> We just ran off. all out somewhere. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't have time to do all of that. So yeah. for me, I've always been like a very quick person. Mm-hmm. And for the average person, mom, whoever, everybody don't have time to be doing 15 steps. So right. I like curating products that you get the bang for your buck. And after using three, maybe four products, you're good and you're done. So you out of the door in like four minutes. And I feel like even with those, I too, normally on my like busiest day, it's the cleanser, my toner, moisturizer and sunscreen yeah. in the day. Boom. That's literally See, it for me. That's all I have on right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is why you got to bring it. the toner back, because first and foremost, <laughs> Tell I've, her used, I've used a lot of toner, right? Cotton swab, eh, spray. Ooh, but a Maybe. gel toner like that just it's really amazing. changed like, the it game. Really, and <laughs> And it has it absorbs so extract. well. Mm-hmm. It absorbs so well with that toner. That's what mm-hmm. I like the most. Like it works well with the rest of the skincare and the regimen. And, and that funny enough, I made that to work in tandem with the donkey milk products. And like people with like sensitive skin, because it mm-hmm. has in like centella and um like sea moss, and those things are amazing for like calming the skin down. So if you're somebody right. who has irritated skin, sunburn works like a charm on sunburn. Mm. And like Anytime some, I had like a, a sensitive skin person or whatever, I'd always recommend that toner because I know how much like it just calms your skin down and it's so gentle. And, you know, I was like, I was talking, you know, again to uh, some of like my business partners. We were dealing with, you know, picking up what products we're going to be bringing back. And she was like, yeah, we're going to see. We're going to go over them numbers. We're going to look. So it's going to be very <laughs> interesting to see what all that we're bringing back and what are we going to be releasing and what new things is going to be coming because I know people are like waiting because they have been asking and I'm like, 
Oh boy. <laughs> well, I pumped the numbers to the CMOS toner just by myself. So let me know what's needed. I'm one of those numbers. So. <laughs> she's definitely going to listen to this and she's going to be like, oh, okay. Hmm, we're going to see. I know. Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see, you know, what all we're going to bring back and what's going to be happening in the next couple of months. Because this is like the biggest Amen. rebrand that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. So congratulations like, like, too on the growth. It. Yeah, it's, it's such a great brand. And so I have another question. So for those who are new to Exora BB, which I know people are going to ask, it's spelled I-X-O-R-A-B-B.com, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's your website. Mm-hmm. Um, and you mentioned Exora is a flower that's found on the island. I know people are going to ask that too. Yeah. <laughs> but for people who are just going to jump on the site right now after hearing about it, what would you suggest would be a give us two regimens, give us a basic regimen for those who are just starting and then give us a more advanced regimen for those who have already been in skincare, but just want to transition to Exora BB. So off bat, and I will stand 10 toes down with this against any other skincare brand. Talk your shit. Donkey milk facial cleanser, (laughs) hands down. Period. It doesn't matter your skin type. It doesn't matter your skin condition. No, nope. that cleanser does what it has to do. She Even Kelly here, and she works. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter. It. So if you have, if you're somebody who deals with like dry skin, sensitive skin, even you have eczema, um, moisture barrier repair, anything like that, the Donkey Milk cleanser and moisturizer is. That's your two friends right there. Always start with those two. Um, And because they're so hydrating on their own, like you can use those two and still be okay to start. Mm. If you're more somebody who is dealing with hyperpigmentation and you just want to like help with your skin again, because we always have to remember hyperpigmentation is an inflammatory reaction. So it leads me right back to... Mm -hmm. The donkey milk cleanser, because right. that's the first step. So when that co- is introduced, it's already starting to calm your skin down. It's also hydrating your skin. So this also helps with dealing with hyperpigmentation. And then you can now bring in the brightening lotion. And because, again, I formulate my products in an anti-inflammatory way, that product can be used in tandem with any active that you have so whether it's a retinol or a chemical exfoliant it doesn't matter it's it's structured that it can be used in tandem with anything because it can be used with sensitive skin so it doesn't Mm -hmm. irritate your skin and so you can use it day and night in your routine for maximum results to help with hyperpigmentation and it can be used on both face and body Mm. Mm. So it's a one-stop shop product that you can use on both. No excuses. And it's oil-free as well. <laughs> so even if you're acne prone or whatever, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> Excuse me. It doesn't matter. You can use it. So that cleanser and the, the brightening lotion is great for people who are dealing with hyperpigmentation. Um, mm. Also, even if you have oily skin, you can use that brightening lotion. Like if you just want to even out your skin tone just the fact that that product is the the texture of it and it it absorbs so well into your skin, it can be used fine as a moisturizer just on its own because the texture is that great. It definitely is. Yeah. 
real quick, um, the Church you know, of Exora, the, the, the Donkey Milk uh, Body Wash. You know, that's uh, that's one of my favorites. I love. So, um, what's a? I need a coupon code. No, you didn't. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at you. I mean, uh, let the people out there know if you got a discount code for the you know listeners that haven't been able to log on just yet and get some product. <laughs> You know, I mean, I can give y'all a coupon code. You ain't got to do that. I, I was just them, messing. I'm just messing around. We love the fact that you're growing, so I ain't, you know, going to be my blackest yes. self. Amen. And, and, <laughs> and I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I will go on and pay full price as I have been doing. It is real time. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I, you know, if they sign up for, you know, the, the, the email list or even the text list, you know, they'll also, everybody will also know like when we're bringing stuff, when we're dropping things, when we do have sales and all that good and stuff. And you do so have I, a lot of sales. Cause I yeah, see we the do. emails We do in. have yeah. sales and sometimes you get discounts if you, you know, leave a good review and stuff like that or whatever. So there's always opportunity for like a percentage off or whatever, mm-hmm. but percentage of or not like the, the products are worth worth every penny i was literally gonna say i'm up here joking about a discount but your the price that you pay and the quality that you get like it really is already at a discount and it's not discount quality so i fucks with it right. that, it, that it, donkey it's, milk it's, body I, wash I is so luxurious i'm sorry go ahead i'm about to sound like fran now no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, i appreciate it you know i i put my heart and my soul into my products you know and I, I made the products to represent a lot of my products are representative of like where I am in my own skincare journey. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So when I got to the donkey, by the time I got to like donkey milk products from even for myself and I continue to see my own skin, like transform and like, even like my body, like my, you know, whenever I needed to just clear my skin out or whatever I needed to do, like it was such an easy fix when I would just use those products. And that's perfect for me because I like, like simple fixes. And I always tell people that I was like, you know, if you start at the bare minimum when you're trying to fix your, you know, skin, because skincare is all about consistency, just like most things in life. Mm. So if you're not consistent with your products, having a routine with seven, eight, nine products in it, you're not going to be consistent with that. Start with three. And then, you know, once you can get consistent with three, then maybe add another one in. But if you can't be consistent with a cleanser and a moisturizer, you're not going to be consistent with anything else. Mm-mm. And not everyone's skin can handle all of that, too. Mm-hmm. I think we, I think people tend to follow like TikTok advice, YouTube advice, Twitter advice on like steps and which products. And but it's like that might not be for your skin, like even if it is popular product or it's a cool product or the new trending product and it, I know it gets tricky and I'm sure with estheticians y'all hate all of us talking about skincare <laughs> no, it's not that we don't even hate when other people talk about it my thing when I always tell people you know when you see somebody whether you know influencer or just somebody you like talking about a product you have to have the discernment to know like are they even the same skin type as me? Are exactly. we having the same skin issues? Because or are we getting paid? Or are we getting paid to, to give you that product too? You know, that's because the there's some people, even if they're being paid, they're usually pretty good about being honest about like the product. And then there's other people who just do not care. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna look at people for skincare advice um, or buying their products, 
at least let it be that somebody who has similar skin as yours, whether like, okay, she has dry skin like me. So it makes sense. You don't follow somebody who has near perfect skin, normal skin (laughs) with no acne and you're acne prone. Right. Right. It's not going to work because you're going to be putting all kinds. That person could put dark, they can drive a truck over their face and they're not going to break out. Mm-hmm. And there's some people right. that their face is built for tough. You right. it does not matter what they put on their face. It does not matter. Ooh. And God bless them, okay? Because mm-hmm. some people can do whatever. And then there's other people, if they breathe too hard, they break out. So you yep. have to be very careful about who Pepper you take skincare advice from. Right. Because they will send you to hell. Right. Well, Mercedes, thank you so much for joining us today and finally letting us know what the sorcery is that you are selling on ExoraBB.com. Yes, thank you guys so much yes. for having me. Thank of you. Course. You, know, you, say pleasure, honestly. you guys can find me. Um, You can find me on, on Skincare Bully and all my socials and also for ExoraBB for the business socials. Um. Um, you know, I talk about skincare all the time. So that's what I do. She does. And I've been I, following her for years <laughs> and it's my favorite. Yeah, that's how I got sucked in. I know, I know. I talk about it so much. So if you're somebody that's interested in learning more about your skin, and I also do consultations as well. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you need that, you can hit me up as well. So, you know, but I'm, I was so excited to be here because I've wanted to come on here for a very long time. Oh, we're happy to have <laughs> you, Mercedes. So happy thank to you guys because you guys have like brought so many people to my site over the past year oh, or two. So exciting. I'm incredibly thankful to you guys. But we're thankful for you. Well, we're thank you. But we're (laughs) thankful for you because I look amazing. I turned 40. So every skincare help I can get at this point, I'm thankful for. And Donkey Milk is that girl. I-X-O-R-A-B-B dot com. Go ahead and check it out. And like Mercedes said, she can also do consultations if you want something that's more customized to your skincare needs. So Mercedes, thank you again. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Thank you, guys. This is the Friends Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Well, more music, more beef, more hip-hop, more shows. I'm just going to talk about one thing very quickly. The BT Awards happened. I don't know if y'all knew that that happened, but the Hip Hop Awards, I, yes. I I did I not know that them. the BT Hip Hop Awards happened until after they happened, and I hate when that happens. So for all of you out there that may have missed as well, the BT Hip Hop Awards have happened. So go over to YouTube, check out all the your favorite performances, but check out did. all those clips, comment. There were there were some cool performances. One of the things that I like they were doing this cipher this year, where like pretty much anybody and their mama was doing it. So you had people from like literally anybody was like just people rapping. who like, were are not rappers were rapping in the like cipher. Kirk, Kirk Franklin was up there rapping, Tammy Roman was rapping, uh, Pinky from Slutty Vegan was mm-hmm. rapping. Hey Pinky uh, Cole, v, what Pinky uh, from Slutty Vegan was rapping? Yeah, she did a BC yes, Pinky cipher Cole, and she fucked it up. Yes, <laughs> it was amazing. She was actually Her one of the best. And yes. Nico from um. P Valley, Uncle Clifford. Oh yeah, Nico. Now nah, he did. It. He did. So his, wait, he did his damn thing. So what was the vision behind this cipher? 
I don't know if it was like a you know I love hip hop cipher and they were just letting anybody that love hip hop do it. But they just had people it doing the, it who you would never assume to be in a rap cipher. People who were not rappers, and then they had Rashida do it too, which was dope to me because you know Rashida used to be a rapper, but now she's like a right. business mogul. But it was mm-hmm. dope to see her back in the thing. It, to me, I thought it was cool and fun. Yeah, it was a really it. fun addition to the program. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I enjoyed it. I, I implore everybody to go out there and check it out. There were also, um, they also did their, uh, their real, um, their real ciphers too. Uh, Fran, you should definitely go check out your girl. Who? Um, Armani. <laughs> Armani Caesar. Armani was there. <laughs> Yep. And you know, this keeps happening with both Armani's. I don't know if it's me, but every time I want to talk about one, the other is doing something too. But mm-hmm. Armani Caesar was in one of the ciphers and then Armani Blanco or Armani White, uh, he performed on the main stage. So shout out to the Armani's. It's Armani season all over again. <laughs> shout out to Armani. Oh, I love her. She's so beautiful. She's so bomb. She's so, she's so fine. And so and talented. Right. Hell yeah. I fuck with her. Um, but yeah, that's all I really want to talk about. I just wanted to implore you all to go watch, comment, Tell us your favorite performances. Tell us performances that we need to make sure that we I'll watch. Check it out. And now we can move on to that other segment that y'all like, where we are playing songs, a.k.a. songs to play. So, Fran, I would love to know what you've been over there cleaning your house to. Okay. What you've been over there. Oh, you know I, I didn't share the comment, but somebody in the SoundCloud uh, streets <laughs> last week, uh, they they were talking about you. They're like, wait a minute. So, Fran's been riding around in silence all oh, this time? Oh, my God. I <laughs> when I saw that. <laughs> I was, I was going to comment, but I realized we don't respond to people. So, I was like, let me just. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. Yes, I have been riding in silence because when you're learning to drive at this old age, you got to focus. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Learn them good habits first before you, you know implement what I'm saying? And I, and I have conversation, you know, the people in the car talking to me, so it's okay. Um, I have been listening to Zaya Bell because... Yes! <laughs> Do you know she lives in Portland? Really? Yes, I told I told her... <laughs> So, so Fran, when I thought that she you were going to be at our Portland. show, I'm like, Fran, you and her me? have to link up. I literally told her I was like, because I thought she was going to be at the New York show. When we was in D.C., I, I was like, oh, yeah, you and Fran got to link up. Y'all got to right. link up. But I'm glad you doing this on your own. So mm-hmm. I because I ain't want nobody. But y'all got it. Y'all got it's it. Happening. Like, <laughs> it's happening. It's happening because she's bomb. She's funny. But so she has a project called Yam Greer, which I think is hilarious. No, cute. <laughs> right it dropped on september 9th so it's a relatively new project 14 songs 41 minutes around 42 minutes um hard to pick a favorite honestly because i think the whole project just goes like it's one of those that you just press play and just let it do its thing and it's really all i've been listening to for the past week um because obviously now that she's on tour it just put her into my awareness and i've just been like going through her whole discography yes the song i'm gonna pick today though from this project is called love me now and this is how it goes Been her way to me 
super, super tight. Um, her, her name, by the way, is spelled Z-Y-A-H-B-E-L-L-E. So Zaya Bell. And honestly, like I said, the whole project rocks. So you'll be fine with whichever song you click on. Really anything in her discography. Because the song that um, Asante played, what was it called? I Think I Love You was from a completely different... I think different, that I love you. Yeah, completely different project and it still hit. Let me see who else. Because I've really just been listening to her, so... No ice spice. spice. <laughs> if I uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna throw back to a Kate Trinata track, actually. Ooh, hey, Julia Kelly. Caution. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm gonna play caution, and this is how it goes. Tell I was cleaning my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice when you in the bathroom, you need that extra energy. You know what I'm saying? When you get mm-hmm. to the shower and the tub, <laughs> when you gotta use that elbow grease. You know what I'm saying? You need a little. <laughs> let me put some hype on. This mm-hmm. is the hard part. So <laughs> that's it for my uh, songs of the week. All right, Dustin Ross, what you been over there listening to? I know you've been over there bumping and jamming like you've been doing. This is a classic. Shout out to Baltimore. Shout out to K Swift. Dance my pain away. My story, bill collectors on me. Have to file bankruptcy. Need some help from somebody. Yonder bills are stacking up. I'm desperate to make a buck. I played the lottery today. Won't you please wish me? I'm gonna dance my pain away. I got problems. Shit. Some G That's shit fine. for your motherfucking ass. And in the name of G shit for your motherfucking ass. And since y'all want to play that Brooklyn party ass music, this is shout out to my brother, uh, Lamar, my boy Mar, who actually dances in The Lion King on Broadway. He performs in The Lion King, been in it for years, but hey. he put me onto this Afrobeat song. That's the shit. It's called Paradise um, by Buster929.
video and Nini had that sheer shirt on and you could see her areolas when she was dancing and smiling at that table in Africa. You didn't see that? She was in Africa. <laughs> I did. And she was dancing. You could see her titty. She was smiling. She ain't give a fuck. She knew the camera was on and she was like, <laughs> you remember that? I think that's the song. No. And the last oh song God. I'm going to play is Shout Out to Detroit. This is um, Detroit Flow by Liberia Sid. First off, let me say this shit again. Damn, walk down with a Denny. That's my fucking evil twin. Hundred rounds, we got plenty. Aiming at his fucking chin. If you down, then you with me, man. Let's spin this shit again. Oh God. Hold on, switch the flow up. Yeah. The way I'm stepping got these niggas sick. Make them throw up. Yeah. Bitch won't let me in without my blick. I won't show up. Yeah. I just waste the whole four walk. Pull some more up. Damn. Bitch, I'm going back in. Niggas steady bragging about these hoes. Chase the back end. Ain't thinking twice when they come to my bros. Bitch, I'm clapping. <laughs> Wipe a nigga, then play dumb. Like what happened? Oh God. Okay, now I know something. Yeah. Put a GD on the drill, see a blow something. Slap put VVs in his grill like he froze something. If a nigga say he at my weight, then he know something. Smart. Nigga, you know how we slide. Yeah. Couple niggas with me down to catch a homicide. <laughs> we got 50s in this bitch, so don't you fucking try. We got this blicky in this bitch and make you open wide. We send by 50 at a shit, pull up while he reside. My boy is sticky on the hits, I heard a nigga die. That's it for me this week. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, since you played something from Kate Trinata, I just want to mention Joyce Rice. She has her Ice-T video out, which you all need to go watch and enjoy. Um, it's produced by Kate Trinata, but Joyce Rice is just amazing to look at. She actually has another song out called Bittersweet Goodbyes, and I'm going to play a little bit of that, and it goes like this. Baby, just tell me. Baby, don't tell me. Can't trust me. I know there's more of you inside. to Joyce Rice. She always doing a damn thing. Uh, you're looking for I, some love and you can find. She needs to put me on there. I want to be on the remix. You better sing. Go <laughs> ahead now. She 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 just might now. Um, I know last week we talked a little bit about uh, Quavo and Takeoff. Uh-huh. I haven't listened to the entire project. Sadly, my Apple Music was on Shuffle. So I didn't get not get the effect that I was supposed to get on my first listen anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make time to do that this weekend. But I just would love to play a selection and then I will. I'll tell you about it afterwards. Here it goes. Yeah. Welcome to Atlanta, baby. It's bigger than magic. What you on? Pull up Lambo trucks and steel traffic. 
Only place where you can pull a bad in traffic. Just keep that fire on you. Bow. Won't catch me lacking. Nah. I put that on the look. This that real fashion. Now every time they see the huncho, they like shout they have gone. We two play with the ball, baby. We all pass. After our wall to wall, she a hookah savage. Yellow gold ropes led up before the carriage. Having motion, having too much motion. We too active. Turn my savage up. Cut the streets get nasty. When peace on me, I see millions in the garbage bag. Jell I did it in my city, making them bands can't quit. Then put a rollie on this wrist that I was cooking some with. Yeah. Think I'm bored now. Nah. Come down to the city and it's lit. All the yeah. we gon' all like it. So yes, y'all know why I picked that one. They sampled Outcast and, and they, they talked their shit. It was amazing. I love how it was very welcome to Atlanta, JD, but without the JD, it was and it was still their own, and they had that sample in there. Fire ass track, fire ass music. I have not listened out for any of the shots, so I hope they are not there. But if they are there, it is hip hop, and there ain't nothing I can do about that. But the music so far sounds like it is a one, and I appreciate. I will leave it at those two, and that is what I will do for this week, and that does it for this, this week's Music Man segment. Dustin Ross, please take it away for TV Land and tell us what you've been watching. Um, couple things. So sixty days in, still got a hold on. It's really got a hold on me. <laughs> I told you. Um, because I'm just in shock. I, mm-hmm. I, this, this my sheer disbelief of what I literally can't believe. Damn, did mine eyes? Damn, did mine eyes? I can't believe <laughs> what I'm looking at. So sixty days in, look it up on Hulu if you haven't yet. It's worth your while because you're not going to be able to le- believe what you're watching. Um. Abbott Elementary is funny as hell again this season. I hope everybody's tuning in. It has been incredible television to watch. Um, uh, everything about it is funny. Everything about it has been great. Season two is great. So watch Abbott Elementary. And it's been making me literally laugh out loud. Like I've been busting out laughing at certain <laughs> jokes in the script. Um, so that's always a good thing for me. Real Housewives of Potomac came back on the air. It's on Bravo TV. Super size premiere. Watch The Real Housewives of Potomac on Sunday nights um, on Bravo. It's great. Premiere episode was great. Back to the old shenanigans, and we are happy to be here. Um, So watch that. Also, Zeus, um, Baddie's season, uh, Baddie South, which was the second season, the reunion part three aired. All of the foolishness that you want. I was highly entertained, and Trina ended up getting it off her chest at the end. Shout out to Roly Poly Snack Meals, a.k.a. Gia, who has her own show coming. Um, Kashan is crazy, but her and Blueface have a trailer for their show that's coming. Oh, Lord, I knew that was coming. As soon as I saw it, I heard in my head that song by System of a Down. The toxicity of our city, <laughs> of our city. No! How do you own disorder? That's what I saw. So, but I'm a watch. Watch Krishan and Blueface. Yes. And her name is first in the title. Krishan and Blueface, yes. Crazy in Love. We're going to watch that. Wow. Wow. That's wow, all wow. I have for you this week in the TV Land segment. Oh, my God. You're not going to talk about Love and Marriage Huntsville? Since you brought it up. Thank you. I just, just want to say thing. this one just thing. One and thing. I, I hate Please. cutting you off, friend, so forget. It's fine. Destiny looks so stupid <laughs> talking to Melody's back when Melody walked out of her store. Destiny looks so stupid with that stank face when Melody walked in her store and actually did speak and say hello, Destiny. <laughs> the producers also made Destiny look so stupid when they aired the footage uh, after she said, Melody came in here and didn't even speak. And they literally rolled that beautiful bean footage of Melody walking in saying, hi, Destiny. And but meanwhile, you see Destiny with her face like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
stank face and mad. And then she leaned out the door. She looked so dumb and stupid leaning out that door as Melody is literally walking away and doing like this. <laughs> Talking to Ooh. Melody's back and she's leaning out the door. I should have security. That's court. like, you did T-shirt. And then she went in looking dumb. So that's all I wanted to say about it. Fran, take it away. Thank you. That was sufficient. <sighs> Not them still doing the same old shit. So thank you so much for li- this is the episode I ended on. I'm like, ain't we in another season? Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. Bye, Destiny. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.